Welcome to season four. The You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast is an authentic space to talk about life in truth and love. This podcast has evolved, which is no surprise to me, because when you choose to live authentically, you experience a lot of change. Thankfully, it's always a good change, because when you ditch the coulds and shoulds and let God lead, the outcome is always beautiful. This podcast started as a resource for recovering perfectionists, but has expanded into a place for all to come and be themselves, sharing their struggles and their victories, giving God the glory along the way. Along with inspiring interviews, you have free access to two of my books, You Don't Have to Be Perfect and The Relevant Old Testament. I'm a fan of audiobooks and wanted to create a free listen for other audio fans. The episodes can be found by searching the titles of my book. The You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast has been described as uplifting, food for the soul, reassuring, truth-telling, positive, vulnerable, life-changing, and a light at the end of the tunnel. I'm so glad you're here, and I hope you'll share this space with a friend. Today's episode is part of a new series entitled, Why Do You Go to Church? Enjoy! Inside today's podcast, I have with me Melissa Robinson. Melissa is a wife, mom of two boys, and serves in women's ministry. She enjoys nature, photography, and writing for her blog, My Hills and Valleys, which is a place to find encouragement and spiritual growth through the power of God's Word. Today, she is here to discuss with me why she goes to church. Melissa, thank you so much for being here and being willing to answer these questions for me about why you go to church. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to get started. Yeah, me too. So my first question that I have for you is, what do you believe about Jesus? I believe that he is the son of God, um, the second person of the Trinity, um, God sent his son to, uh, to earth to die for our sins. He is the only way to salvation. Um, he lived here on earth and had his ministry. He died on the cross for our sins. Um, and yeah, he's the only one who could bridge the gap between us and God. Agreed. Agreed. Cool. I had just thought, you know, this is a good question that I should ask too when I'm interviewing people because yeah, they might, you know, like you never know what somebody will say. Exactly, exactly. Especially because I know that there's a lot of uh false teachings about Jesus. Yeah. So it's kind of good to know, you know, where the person's coming from. Um, so thank you for that. And then how long would you say you've been attending church? I've been a, that's an easy one because, Mm -hmm. um, it was 2007, fall of 2007. I started going to church, so I'd have to count the years. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that uh, that works fall of 2007. We can figure that out. Yeah. And, um, what kind of, I mean, now that you said that, what made that happen? What prompted that? Um, I was actually on the verge of divorce. And I had like left my husband and was, I had a friend who it was just like 
a low, a major low in my life. And I had a friend from high school say, you need Jesus. And she said it so lovingly and with such boldness and conviction. Like I wasn't offended at all. I was just like, you're right. I do. (laughs) Um, And she said, search up, uh, find a Calvary chapel near you because they'll teach sound doctrine. Mm. And I found one that was like less than a mile from where I was staying. And I, and I went that next very next Wednesday night I went. Mm-hmm. So very cool. Yep, it I was love cool. that. I love that you just shared that, that your friend uh, invited you, like she told you that lovingly, but with conviction mm-hmm. and you weren't offended by it. You were like, oh yeah, I do. You know, and I've had, um, experiences like that as well. And it just, it feels, um, right. You know, it feels like, okay, the Holy spirit is absolutely here. Like this was the right time and the right place. So anyway, that's really cool. I love that. Um, so now today, why, why do you go to church? Why would you say you go to church? I go to church for a few reasons. Uh, you know, to hear the word of God from the pulpit, um, fellowship, I think, um, surrounding, you know, being around like-minded believers and fellowship in the church as the body of Christ. I think it's so important. Um, service, serving the body of Christ. Um, and yeah, that's, that's basically why. Yeah. Those are, I, f- I find the importance, you know, in serving and fellowship, like, and then it's nice to sort of hear the preaching from the pulpit, you know, like, yeah, you can read the Bible or you can watch YouTube, but it's just, I learned like, you know, it's just another, one of those other ways to learn hearing the word of God. I, I, I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. This past Sunday, um, the church that I was going to while we're in this area, I, I felt the same way. Um, there's something about being there that cause you know that the people around you are hearing what you're hearing too, you know, even if maybe they God's speaking to them a little bit differently, it's really cool to have that, um, fellowship and just like, wow, we're all like here because we want to learn, you know, we want to learn right. more about God and we want to, um, encourage each other. And, you know, I don't know. So I, I was encouraged by that this week. It was just kind of like hit me like, this is really nice. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It is nice. You know, I mean, the more, and you know, through the years and maybe we'll get into this later, but like you can determine how, um, plugged into a church you actually are, you know, you can slip in and slip out every Sunday or just occasionally and not really want to talk to anybody, or you can really get plugged in and build relationships. And like, depending on how you grew up, like maybe you're, you know, you, you had a, a, you know, a difficult family life and it's like, God gives us another family, you know? Like he gives us another family that are now our brothers and sisters in, in Christ. And like it, it can be really fruitful for, for somebody's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, is there ever been a time when you didn't enjoy 
like you didn't like it you went to church and you're like or you didn't want to go or anything like that um maybe on any given random Sunday I'm sure that I felt like that just you know as a human being Mm -hmm. like maybe I was just being lazy or something like that I don't know that I ever had a season where I kind of struggled to go regularly Mm -hmm. um I mean, we've had, you know, as a military family, we've moved around a lot and I definitely have had seasons where we were just kind of church hopping, trying to find our place, trying to figure out, you know, where we would start going regularly um, as a family. But I mean, besides the occasional maybe laziness or just not really feeling like it, not like a season of I'm struggling to go. Right. So you mentioned church hopping. What do you think, like, what would you say your criteria is for like, oh, I want to go to this church. I want to plug into this church. What makes you choose the church you're at? So first and foremost, what are their beliefs? Mm -hmm. Because depending on that, I may not even step foot in the door. That's right. So what are their beliefs? Um, And then really the pastor because I feel like the pastor should be leading the congregation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, with, you know, obviously my input matters, you know, between my husband and I, but like, is my husband going to agree to put his family under the leadership of this man? So like listening to their preaching, um, is it sound doctrine? Essentially, mm-hmm. that would be, those are the two number ones. Everything mm-hmm. else I think is secondary. Yeah. That's how so, I feel. That's how yeah. I feel. Um, which is why I've had problems, uh, in the past because I'm like, okay, you know, I, like I, I did this series because I've asked it for myself and I've asked mm-hmm. it for other people like why are we even here you know right um and for me like because the pastor does make a huge difference if what the pastor is saying just I feel do not line up um with the word of God and not meaning that they're uh like misquoting it necessarily but that they're using it to propel an agenda you know what I mean right Uh, yeah then like it's it's like why am I even here so then I'm like I do not appreciate this at all like this feels like right wrong so um then I would pray like okay God well while I'm here use me I I don't know like like what do you want me to do what do you want me to focus on um and so that's what made me think that and then I got thinking why are all these people here what do they come for? Because of the the preaching that I'm hearing, I'm like, why are they here? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I've so, had that experience. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what made me, um, I have had this question for a long time. And because I genuinely want to hear why people go, um, you know, like, is it a, a default thing? that's like programmed into them like they just think like oh I show up to church nothing about me changes uh you know 
it doesn't uh, benefit my life in any way, but here I am, you know, like, like, I, yeah. like sometimes it feels that way. And I, and I just want to know, like, why do you show up? What do you think it means? You know? Um, right, then, right, right. Yeah. Of course I know. I know scriptures say we need to keep going to church. And I think you right. posted something on this recently about like encouraging people keep going to church. It's not yeah, about, I probably like, did. yeah, I feel like it was you. I really do. Um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, how perfect. <laughs> mm-hmm. But just like encouraging people. Um, and, and I know that the going to church is not about us and like, oh, mm-hmm. I need to be uh, satisfied and what, like only Jesus satisfies. So right. we're, we're, we can't use it like that. And we should go to with a heart of worship a heart of thanksgiving, of praise, and of craving knowledge and wisdom. Like we we want to learn, we want to grow. Um, mm-hmm. And so if that's not there, it's like, then why? Why are, why are we here? If, if none of that is a factor, why are we here? You know? And so that's why I've been asking people, why do you go to church? Mm-hmm. Because I do, I yeah. really want to know. Um. Cause it intrigues me because there, there are, um, full churches every Sunday, you know, and I'm not saying every church, but there's, there's plenty. And yet, um, like my personal thing is like, why don't we have a bigger impact in the world around us? If so many people go to church. A great question. (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, I think, well, to elaborate on that, I mean, I would say, you know, there's a misconception of what the church is. Mm -hmm. The church is the building that you go to on Sunday. Some people think that Mm -hmm. they don't understand that we are the body of Christ, which is the church. So right now we are the church. Mm -hmm. We are not in a church building. So we are to be the church in our community, in our homes, in our neighborhoods, everywhere we go. Yes. Um, encouraging one another, sharing the gospel, doing these things. So certainly there's probably a lot of people that just go to church because that's just what you do on Sunday, right? Right, right, right. Um, but it's important to be the church. Yes. Outside of yes. the building. <laughs> See, and like right now, and you may have been saying this, you mentioned the community, but like even right now, even though I'm doing this interview with you, to me, this is church, right? Like we're, we are the body of Christ. We're coming together. We are discussing things that have to do with the body of Christ. And to me, that's church. And like even putting it out there for other people to listen. Um. like when I have Bible study with a friend, that's church, you know, <laughs> like that can be yeah. church. Um, just because we are meeting together with the intention of um, wanting to learn more about God, wanting to praise him, uh, wanting to, you know, give him glory and like do life together, encourage one right. another. And I feel like that is that is the body of Christ. Like we're supposed to have a different purpose than just living for ourselves and living for this life. Um, 
we have a different focus. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I personally, like I have a personal conviction to encourage and advocate, especially to new believers to get plugged into church. Because I know for me, when I first came to the Lord back in 2007, I didn't outside of the church building, like I wasn't um, friends or fellowshipping or communicating with believers. Mm-hmm. Like my family, my friends, my lifestyle was the world. Mm-hmm. So if you need that, like you need that to see several things. Like I know that when I got plugged into that church and to the women's ministry specifically back in 2007, I saw godly women for the first time. So they were an example to me, mm-hmm. like Titus two, they were teaching me just by watching them. They lived differently. So like they didn't even have to tell me anything. I was just witnessing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I had my first son back in 2009 and here were these women who had been Christians for a long time. They're raising their children differently. Like that was an example to me. I was watching and seeing and learning. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then also just going to women's Bible study and like, just having that fellowship, that koinonia with other women, other godly women, that was a different narrative than I was used to. Mm-hmm. So like, you just learn so much. I think it's so sanctifying. It's a way to really just be, you know, mature in your faith to like, be around believers, hearing the word of God, seeing people live the word of God, you know, like it's such an example for yeah. new believers. And I just, I really think, you know, cause I believed in God my whole life, but I was living with the world. So mm-hmm. it's like, if, if just going to church can give you the idea of, you know, I'm not just incorporating God into my life for two hours on Sunday, but now I'm going to, I'm going to lay my life down for him and live for him. Like, what does it look like? How do you do it? And for me, that's how I was able to discover it and see, you know, like actually see it. And I would say that what you've experienced is a healthy church, Yeah, a church as defined by Jesus, you know, and, and, um, I think for me, I have experienced the opposite. Mm -hmm. And so I have, I have a different perspective and, uh, everything that you just said, that's exactly what I think the church should be. I think it should be different than the world. Yeah. It's so funny because, because of that, like, it's so hard for my husband and I, like we always go back to that church and that pastor, like in our mind, like we always compare other churches to our experience there because it was very fruitful for our life. And it it wasn't perfect by any means, you know, however, it was very enriching for our lives. Yeah. And, and, you know, perfection is never going to be for us. (laughs) like like there is no one that's going to be perfect everybody's going to mess up and and god knows that and i remind myself of that too like god has not been expecting me to be perfect he knows better because 
he made me human. He did not make me a God. He did not, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. He, and he made me human and he made me to be reliant on him. So no, I'm not going to be perfect. And I don't expect perfection from anyone, but there is a difference when you are surrounded by people who are actively seeking God and wanting to live in his ways and please him, that will look a lot different than the world, you know? So no, they're not going to be perfect and they shouldn't be expected to be perfect. Uh, Humanness is how we can relate to each other, you know, but, but you will see that they live differently because they're trying to live a life that pleases God first and foremost, and then everything else follows. So, yeah. Thank you so much. You answered all my (laughs) questions. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed talking to you. I always do. Um, yeah. And I just appreciate you giving your time. I really do. Absolutely. I love this topic. So I was happy to chat with you about it. Yay. So friends, what do you think? Do you have your own answers to these questions? I would love to hear from you and know if you thought about it, if you thought about why you go to church and if you'd be willing to share it. Hope to hear from you soon. Take care. Hi friends. I'm so glad you've been enjoying the You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast and wanted you to know that you could support this podcast by sharing a positive review on Apple, Spotify, or the platform you're listening on today. You can also become a subscriber for $2.99 a month and receive exclusive episodes. Thanks for being with me today. Let's keep saying no to perfect and yes to truth. I hope you'll join me for our next conversation.